So Hashem gives us things and He says, when you're going to do something for me, right? I ask you, do me a favor, clean my car. And take my car for a car, we should go out of your way. That's how we build a relationship. And Hashem says, some things I'm going to give you are easy, some things are going to be even harder. The harder they are, the more you're working to build a relationship with Hashem, the more of a relationship you have. Because God is always interested in building a relationship with you. So what's hard for you? Let's say it's really hard for you to make a bracha before you eat. When you do that, you are... <laughs> Building a relationship with Hashem, because what, what is a bracha? How does it build a relationship? Because Hashem said, you should do this, and in doing, I'm thinking about Hashem, that I want to become close to you, and that's why I'm doing this. That is how you build a relationship. You want to get married to a girl? You're going to have to build relationships. Even if you get the girl and you're married, yay, but now what? You've got to build relationships. How do you build a relationship? You find out what they want, and you do what they want. Now, Hashem doesn't need or want anything, so He makes believe like He wants, and he says, Do such and such, and then you'll be able to build a relationship. Bottom line is, he wants a relationship. So, some people think we have 613 problems. We learned that we have 613 aces, practical advice of how to get close to Hashem. The Beis Hamikdash, they made barbecue oil. And Hashem says, I love that barbecue oil. Rashi says, How does that mean Hashem loves it? Shad is not that he goes. Somebody's queuing, oh, it smells so good. But Hashem, Rashi says, Hashem says that, you know what I love about it? Because I told you to do it and you did it. So when you do something that Hashem says to do, right? If I ask you, like, I ask you, do me a favor, take out the garbage. And you take out the garbage. Your wife's going to ask you, take out the garbage. You take out the garbage. So, Mamela, thank you. Not because I care about the garbage. Not because I care about, because it means that we have a relationship where you're doing things for me. All of this was an introduction to Shabbos. Most of us never look at Shabbos as what it really is. Right? If you have to define, what is Shabbos? Chaim, what would you say? What is Shabbos? Day of rest. A day of rest. Lipa. A lot of rules. Pain in the neck. What is Shabbos? A bunch of, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. What is Shabbos? A day of rest. Huh? Shabbos is the day to have Dveikos Bashan. What is it? It's called Yom HaDveikos. That's why we're talking about Dveikos until now. Because if you understand that the whole reason to, to live life is to feel close to God, and you realize during the week it's really hard, but Shabbos is really easy. Now, for example, let's say I told you that the purpose of your life is to run up the stairs of the Empire State Building. You're running up the first floor and the fifth floor and the tenth floor and the twentieth floor, you're out of breath. And then I told you, every let's say every hour that you're running up for three minutes you can take an elevator an elevator in that three minutes you accomplish as much as you did for that whole hour of running up the stairs because in three minutes you go from floor 20 to floor 40 
three minutes are up, you start running, 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 running. Your feet are hurting, your knees are hurting, everything's hurting. You get to the 50th floor, 55, 57, up. It's time, it's another hour, another three minutes. You jump on the elevator, you go to 77. That's Pshat, that it says a fantastic thing. It says that every second of Shabbos equals hours and hours of during the week. When you learn for 10 minutes on Shabbos, it's like you learn 20 hours during the week. When you pick a mitzvah that you like, you make a bracha on Shabbos, it's like you make 200 brachas during the week. How can that be? But that's Pshat. Because the, old, the whole reason of all Torah, Mitzvah, Samas, and Tavim is to connect to God, but during the week it's like running up. It's so hard to do during the week. We want to get close to God, and then this distraction, and then this distraction, and then text, and the BBM, and then the email, and then the video, and the, the, just the going to work and coming to work. We're so busy, we're so busy. So it's so hard to climb up that thing. And then Hashem says once a week, you can go in the elevator, the elevator, that I am going to pull you up to me, and you're going to come into my place. I'm pulling you up. It says that on Shabbos, we go up, Hashem raises us up to Him. And what do we have to do to earn it? Nothing. He does it automatically. Yantif becomes holy when we make it holy because we set the calendar. So we have to make Yantif holy, and then it's Pesach and Shavuos. But Shabbos, God made Shabbos is no matter what you did in six weeks, in, in six days, no matter what you did in those six days, whether you ran up 20 flights, or you ran up 10 flights, or you ran up one flight, or you ran down 12 flights, Shabbos comes automatically and says, just, just get in the elevator, man. Just get in the elevator. And then all of a sudden, you can lift yourself all the way up. By doing what? By doing nothing. By doing nothing. By just cutting out all the things that block you and confuse us during the week. It's done automatically. Better than elevator. Let's call it escalator. Right? Imagine that you're going up to the Empire State Building on the escalators, but the escalators are, oh, noch besser marshal. The better marshal. You're running up to the top of the Empire State Building on the escalator, but the escalators are turned off. So you're running up those escalators like they're steps. Right? But every hour they turn on the escalators for three minutes. And you get to just relax and go up. During the week, we can't relax and go up. And the Siva Shalom says that if you, don't, if you don't move in Yiddishkeit, if you're not going up, you automatically go down. And during the week, we all know that. If you're not on your toes, just automatically we just go down. Like I told you, the muscle of swimming, right? And then I just, I didn't even, I, I didn't think, and I just floated. Where do we float? Where do we float? By Matzah Shabbos, we already floated away. And then by Sunday, by Tuesday, we're floating away. Okay? Shabbos is, you're running up that escalator, you're running up, you're tired a whole week, Shabbos comes, just chill, just relax, put on nice clothing to enjoy Shabbos, the covet of Shabbos, daven with kavana, realize that you could shut your phone, and, and you don't have to work. Look at how much Klal Yisrael is richer than any other nation, by percentage. Now, what about all those days we don't work? What about Shabbos that we don't work? What about Yantif that we, you know how many times we don't work? You know how many, a lot of Jewish people, they say, I don't want to hire a girl as a secretary from girl. Because half the year, they're not working. Erev, and Cholomite, and Matzah, and Isruchag, and then, you know, uh, Bahab, you know, then you got Shanarava, and this fast, and half the day. I mean, most of the times, we're not working. And Jews, Jewish people are richer than any other nation in the world by percentage. How? So Pshat is that the reason that we work is a curse. And God says, on this day of Shabbos, guess what? 
you don't have the curse. You're going to make the same money at the end of the year, and instead of having to work, oh my gosh, in order for me to make $100,000 this year, I've got to work because I have a curse. I've got to work seven days, ten hours a day. God says, no, 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 no. You'll make the same money one day off. One day off, you make the same money. And just think about it for a second. You have a boss, and your boss, you tell, she tells you, I'm going to pay you $500 a week cash. Beautiful. When do I have to work? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. And then she says, you know what? Every Tuesday, I'm giving you off, and I'm going to give you the same amount of money. Really? What do I have to do Tuesday? Just sit in a jacuzzi. So I have, really? Wow. So Hashem cursed us, and He said, after Adam ate from the Das, He said, we have a curse. We have to earn a living with our sweat and work. And we're busy with it. It takes up a lot of our lives, this earning of the living. Right? It really takes up a lot. And Hashem says, though, by the way, even though I cursed you, the curse is not for seven days. The curse is for six days. And you want to go ahead and curse yourself on the seventh day and work? Go for it. You gain nothing, because it wasn't part of the curse. So Shabbos comes, Yantav comes, you don't have to work. You're not accomplishing anything. You don't need to do that. Okay? Because Shabbos is the pshat is that Shabbos we get to act like a little bit like other Marishan Kaidamachet. Before other Marishan ate from the Eitzadas, life was beautiful. We never had to work ever. And we were able to feel close to Hashem. Hashem says, I know I can't do that for you anymore. Six days of the week, you're not going to feel close to me. You're going to get wrapped up in all kinds of shtuyot, like we all do. We're busy, man. What are we busy with, right? Even the things that are not Averis, we're just, is that Avera, a Yankee game? No, but we're so busy with everything. Who can think about God? Even the kids learning. I heard someone say that the last place that you'll find Hashem is in the Beis Medrash. How many people are sitting and learning a Beis Medrash saying, I'm doing this for God, I'm doing this for God? No. You have to, Rebach Ber, Diktois, this and that, doing for education. They forget about God. It's because we get so confused. Right? And then you take the Yitzhahara, and this generation is, is like on, on, on like steroids. It's like hyper, ADHD, the Yitzhahara of this generation. Everything is like, woo! Microwave of, of Yitzhahara, all around us. And then we're supposed to think straight, we can't. Hashem says, fine. But one day a week, for 25 hours a day, you get to turn that off. You get to say, I'm now like Adam Arish and I don't have to work. I don't have to be confused. I'm just going to relax. I'm going to get to know you. I'm going to get to feel good about being a Jew. And I'm just going to... As Chulunt, as Abyssal Kegel. You know what they say. Right? They say, Lakshin Kegel is Begamachia Oynik Shabbos. I said, no, but it's not. I said, okay, Namnachash Tegel Kegel. Until you make it Begamachia. Take another piece of Kegel. And then it'll... Never mind. Numerical break. You got it? I have a question for you. How come we don't feel this? If it's such a wonderful day of dveikos, of connecting to God, you know, you go to a spa. You just walk into a spa, right? You get the smell. You ever go to a spa? Maybe I have to take you guys to a spa. You go into a spa. As soon as you walk in, you smell like this. Wow. Actually, my, my house smells like that out of Shabbos. As soon as you lift off the crock pot, it's like... But we're supposed to smell the ruchnius. How come we don't smell it? How come you don't feel it? So I have a muscle for you. The example is as follows. I told you about the crazy businessman, crazy busy businessman. Crazy busy businessman. He's making deals, swinging deals, buying, selling, buying, selling, things, stock market going up and down. Crazy businessman. Buying, selling. Things are going crazy. Oh, thank you. Crazy busy businessman. And he's going nuts. And he's red and he screams and he gets angry. And he has high blood pressure and he goes to the doctor and the doctor says, listen, Johnny, no, that's not a good name. What's a good name for a high 
Donald, listen to Donald, you need a vacation. Because you've got to calm down. If you're not going to calm down, you're going to die. You're going to have a heart attack. He says, fine, I'm going to go to Florida. How long do I have to go for? You have to go for two days. Two days? Two days. Go to Florida. Comes back at the end of the week. You know the story? Comes back at the end of the week. And it checks out his, his blood pressure. The doctor says to him, I don't understand. Did you go to Florida? I went to Florida. Yeah. I went to Florida. So you went to Florida? I went to Florida. What happened? How come your blood pressure is just as high? I don't know. What's going You told me to go. I went. He says, hang on one second. Let's review play by play. Let's roll back the videotape. So the guy pulls out a special machine that, that tapes. He has like a helmet cam. And it recorded everything. And he presses play. And the doctor looks at the wall with the nurse. And they see this guy going to Florida to relax, to lower his blood pressure. Marshy, listen, I need tickets to Florida. I gotta go. Listen, okay, I'm going to the airport. He calls the thing. He goes running out from one business thing. He goes to the closing. He's tremendous pressure. He gets into his limo. He's screaming. He's buying. He's selling the lawyer. The deal's on. The deal's off. And he gets onto the plane. Okay, listen, I'm going to be on the plane for an hour. I'm going I'm to get there an hour and a half. I'll call you. Call me as soon as you get there. He gets there. His emails and everything. He gets everything. Finally, gets to the hotel. And he's going and he's buying and he's selling and he's going crazy and he's buying and he's selling and he's buying and he's selling and he's buying and he's going back and forth, right? And he does this for two days, pacing up and down, pacing up and down. The doctor says. You idiot. I sent you to Florida to relax, to shut your phone. I sent you to Florida for a purpose, to bask in the glow of the sun. And that will relax you and make you feel good. And instead, you took all of your pressure with you into your vacation, and you wonder why you don't feel it? Hashem gives us Shabbos. One day he says, you don't have to work. Shut the TV put away your phone. Take all your problems and put them on the shelf. Because this is the day between you and me. Come on, if I told you that tomorrow, me and you are going a whole day, just me and you on a boat for eight hours in the sun. Chillin'. God says, You know what that means? I want to spend time with you. Okay, it's not for chilling with me. Alright, I hear you. So, God says, What does that mean? Between me and you. He says, I want to have a day between me and you. And we go ahead, and, and even if you're not Michal Shabbos, we're just busy coming, going, sort of kiddish, and who was there, and who was there, and this girl went here, and this girl went there, and the other. We bring the confusion of the week, and we bring it into the day of Yom Dvekos, which is the day of non-confusion. How confused are we that we're so confused that we can't stop being confused? That's pretty confused. Oh, we can't stop working. We can't stop thinking. It says you're not supposed to talk about business on Shabbos. It's so hard for us. It's a curse. And God says, you don't need to do that on this day. And instead of saying, we don't need to, wow, okay, cool. We're like, but I want to. I need to. I got to. But how can I not? But that whole feeling, that's not supposed to be there in that day of Vemi Uvein B'nai Yisrael. Another marshal from Mishlei Avi. This is a good one. I think I told you the muscle of the, the, the heater, the heater, the guy who puts in the heater in the trailer park. Oh, a great muscle. Lipa, you ready for the muscle? Tell me if this is not good. Lipa over here makes $50 million. In 10 years from now, the Lipa, they call him the Lipa. He has his own TV show. Okay? The Lipa. The Leo. The Lipa. No, the Lipa. 
Der Lipa. Der Lipa. That's how they refer to it. Der Lipa. And he goes around. Look at him. He already looks like a million bucks. He's made $50 million. He's a high roller with the shiny shoes and he's got his limousine. And one day he's driving way out in the hicks. And he gets into a trailer park and he remembers his friend, Labe. Labe <laughs> is living in a trailer park. Okay? And it's freezing outside. Labe and his wife with his three little redneck kids. No, he's not in New Square. He's in the trailer park. Okay? And he's living over there and he pulls in that limo into the trailer park. He hasn't seen Labe since home sweet home 10, 12 years ago. And he knocks on the door. Labe opens the door. Yo, what's up? in the trailer park lingo and he opens the door and he can't believe it that Lipa is there with two bodyguards and Lipa walks in and he says man it's freezing in here how do you live like this his kids are wearing sweaters and stuff they got to keep themselves warm with a little fire and a lot of beer okay and they just you know and he's like how how can you live like this he felt so bad for Labe that he tells Labe, guess what? Tomorrow I'm sending down my crew and they're installing over here a heating system for you. That's it. Well, $50 million a year is giving me a heater? <laughs> not a heater. Not a heater. A heating system. It's going to be central. My trailer. For the whole, pl- the whole trailer. Give me a damn house. <laughs> Make $50 million a year. You don't call me. You guys want to take this outside? Throw them out of the trailer. You'll be very appreciative that he's giving you a heater. So the next day, the guys come in and they install this beautiful heating system central, and it has vents in every room, two rooms that you have: the left side of the room, which is the kitchen, living room, dining room, and the right side, which is your room and your kids' room. The driver's seat. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> and there is going to be heat and you're so excited and they do all the work it takes them a long time like 25 minutes and they put in the what's the thing that they put on the outside that that thing that goes on the outside of the house the gen- no not a generator uh, compressor the vents Compre- uh, com- see he talks like a millionaire compressor he knows the stuff man and on the inside there's vents two days later the Lipa calls up Labe hello hey Labe how's it going Man, it's freezing in here. What? I sent my guys that it's freezing in here. I don't believe it. Call down the guys. Hey, John, Tony, I told you to go down. You're going to put it into the trailer park, my friend. Like he's Italian now? You see, yeah. When he talks to his workers, he talks a little Italian. Eh? He wants to fit into it. So, and they said, we were there. We were there. I promise you, hey. Delipa, we would never screw with you. Delipa, we said we're going down. Delipa, we're gonna be. We, we did it. It's all in there. Everything worked. Yeah, go back down there. They drive all the way out to the workers the next day, and they check out the compressor. Works perfectly. They check out the vents. Works perfectly. They check out the thermostat. Works perfectly. Heat. Perfectly. They go over to the vent and they go down. They put their hand there. You know what's blowing out of that vent? Beautiful, steaming, hot air. Just trying to screw them over. Chill. It's my muscle. Get out of my muscle. I'm scared. The next day, the Lipa calls up Labe. 
Leib would have called him, but he doesn't have a phone. Because Avi has a program. His number's not in it. <laughs> so he can't even call him. And he's like, calls him, it's fine. And he says, hey, what's going on? How's it going? And Leib says, it's freezing. Leib says, what's with my workers? I'm so angry at the workers. I'm coming down myself. Call the driver. Calls the driver, the shiny pink limo. Which I wanted to talk to you about later. <laughs> What's up with the pink limo? Okay, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, the shiny stretch pink limo picks him up and they drive out to the trailer park. Okay? And he goes to the trailer park and, he, and the sleeper's like, you know, he's angry at his workers. I mean, come on, I promised the guy. I, I used to care about him. I, I want him to have heat. How can he live like that? It's freezing. And he gets to the door and he knocks on the door and he starts to get angry. And Leib opens up. Leib is there, and his wife Peter with his pop belly, and six cans of beer. No, All of a sudden, Leib looks around, and he starts screaming at Leib, You idiot! You idiot! No wonder you're still in a trailer park! And he fumes, screaming at him, and then he walks out of there. And Leib goes running out with his wife, Tina. He goes, Hey, Leipa, there Leipa, what's going on over here? How come? How, why are you so angry? He says, I invested so much to make your house warm." All you needed to do was shut the windows and keep the cold out. Patch up the ceiling holes. No matter how much hot air I pumped into your place, if there's open to the outside, it'll never work. Oh, the nimshal is, Hashem goes ahead and does so much for us. And He gives us a day that people who tap into it say, like the Zoya, all of the brachas from above and below are in Shabbos. All of our health in Shabbos. All of our wealth is in Shabbos. Everything, every stitch of happiness we're going to have in the next week comes from Shabbos. In Shabbos is everything, and God programmed in that so much Shefa, so much goodness, everything that we need. How do you say Shefa in English? Bounty and goodness that Hashem instilled into us through the day of Shabbos, and He says, all you got to do, guys, I'm doing all the work. I did it. I made the system. It works. All you got to do is shut your windows. Cut out the air from the outside world. That's all you got to do. And then you'll start to feel Shabbos. You'll start to feel Yontif. And that, my friends, is the introduction to Shabbos. If the purpose of all Torah and Mitzvahs is to connect to God, Shabbos is the day that brings you to the ultimate, the highest level of Dveikos. What is the one day of the week that you could think the most clearly? Shabbos. If we do it right. That's why it says if you keep Shabbos Kehilchasa, that even if you did Avodah during the week, Michael. Why? Because at least when you have an opportunity to think clearly and you think clearly, then you show Hashem what you really are. Yeah, during the week, we can get so confused, we could probably serve idols. We serve all kinds of stuff during the week. Right? But on Shabbos, when we keep Shabbos, then Hashem says, I don't care what you did during the week, you were confused. Give me Shabbos, and you'll have everything. You'll have a relationship with me. The Holy Svarim teach us. When you serve God, you could serve Him in a way like a slave, and you could serve Him in a way like a child. Even children. Sometimes you do something for your father like a slave, because you got to, and sometimes He asks you to bring Him a drink, and you do it because you want to, like a son. When we serve God during the week, 
it's like a slave. Because we're so busy with other stuff that everything that we do is like, okay, I got to because God forces me or God is expecting this. I got to put on tefillin. But I really got to run to work. That's my real thing. It's just on the way to work, I got to make a pit stop and sure and I got to daven. Not because I, oh, I'd love to do this now. But I, if Hashem said you don't have to, I'd be really happy with that. So I'm like a type of slave. And I do it because I have to. Ach b'Shabbos Kodesh uvemoyadim on Shabbos and on Yontif ha'avoido hi b'darga gavoya yoseh b'bechina asbanim. We serve Hashem on a higher level in the bechina of abanim. We really serve Hashem because you know what? When we stop and think about it, we stop and smell the roses. We really want this relationship. We all want to be close to God. It's just so hard during the week. This is why there are no commandments on Shabbos. Because when I command you to do something, then the relationship in a certain way is like a slave and like a master. You're forced to do it. On Shabbos, there's no commandments. All you have to do on Shabbos is enjoy His company like a beloved son. Dress nicely. Come to my Shabbos table. Sing to me. Relax. Let's have a good time. That's Yoim Hadvekus. If Hashem says, do, 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 shake the lulav, light the thing, all those doing, it takes away from the feeling of pure, I'm your child and I want to be close to you. So Shabbos is all about the relationship. Just like we find by Shabbos Kodesh. The root, the source of Shabbos is from the Mida of Ahava, of love. That on Shabbos, my heart goes out to you, I'm full of love. Love of Shabbos. The Isaoid Shabbos is Bigamatria 702, which is Bigamatria. Ahava Bukhalev, I love you with all my heart. Ahava Bukhal Nefesh, I love you with all my soul. Ahava Bukhal Ma'oid, I love you with all of my being. It's all about love, Shabbos. Nobody's there to hurt you, nobody's forcing you. It's an opportunity to get close to God. That's why we say thank you, Hashem. You gave us Shabbos is Limnucha. Shabbos in order to rest, Umayadam Lusimcha, and Yom Toivim in order to be happy. Only through these days could you reach this amazing level of being connected to God. And according to the Ramchal, the root and the pillar of all services that we should be clear to the point of truth what our purpose is on this world. And to what? That you should think about what should my focus be throughout my whole world, my whole life. The Ramchal says, he throws out the gauntlet and he says, if you don't know where you're going, as David Olovsky says, if you don't know where you're going, guess what? You ain't never going to get there. So the Masil Sisharim says, you have to know where you're going. Our purpose, our general root in our lives is, I want to get close to God. And therefore, that is my focus, and therefore I don't get lost. To have clarity in your service to God, not just to do all the mitzvahs and and everything and do everything and learn everything without any clarity of where am I going with this, but to have clarity of where I want to end up. That is the yesoid, the hamaymid ikri, that is the main fundamental principle. Very nice, right? You want to go to yeshiva and you want to learn and you want to go to shachas, you want to go minchah, you want to marry, you want to learn. What is the point of all of it? What's the point of all of it? That's it. If you don't know the point, you could do everything, 
and you can be the best, you can get hundreds on every test, and not get close to God. You can keep Shabbos, and not get close to God. You can fast on all the fast days, and not get close to God. So he says, you need to know what your goal is, and then everything you do towards that goal will make sense. So he just like the Yisoy, the fundamental principle in life is to know where you're going, so too in comes Shabbos. Shabbos comes, I think, every single week, right? Like almost like every seven days, it falls out. Think about, in order for it to work, he's giving you advice. The Yisoy, the fundamental principle is, if you want Shabbos to work, think about it. Have some clarity. What do I want from Shabbos? And you should not spit at Hashem. You shouldn't embarrass the gift that Hashem is giving you. I'm telling you I want to chill with you on a boat in Vegas for 10 hours and you're like thinking about other stuff. Right? A girl says, I'm going to take you on a cruise and you're thinking about another girl. What a waste of an opportunity. God is saying, This day is about me and you. Go into Shabbos with the clarity of everything that I'm going to do on Shabbos is because I want to get to know God. I want to get to feel God. I want to get to be close to Hashem. And by keeping Shabbos, and by doing it in order to get close to Hashem, I will feel closer to Hashem. God says, I have a matana toiva. I have a great gift. If I told you that back at home, I got a beautiful gift for you. Maybe it's a Rolex watch, $20,000 watch. I got a beautiful gift waiting for you at home. You would say, hey, one second, I want the gift. Right? God says, I have a matana toiva. God, he says, I have a beautiful, great gift for you. And you know what it's called? It's called Shabbos. It's a gift. It's a gift because you can live your whole life and not get close to me and waste your entire life. And if you use out the gift of Shabbos, your entire life gets lifted up and you can actually become close to me and have a purpose and fulfilling life. It could save your next world. It could save you on this world. Your life will have meaning. And therefore we are required to lift ourselves up. We are in the gutter, my friends. We are in quicksand. And we're getting a whole week pulled into the quicksand. Shabbos comes and Hashem says, I'm going to lift you out of the quicksand. Work on that. To pull yourselves out of the quicksand. You can't dive into Hashem the same as you do during the week, just because we're used to it. It's not the same situation. Hashem is saying, it's you and me. What do you have to talk about? Come into my room and speak to me. You can't talk to Him like He's so far away. And it's our requirement. To go ahead and put away tremendous We should not be mezalzel. What does that mean, Yosef? Embarrassed? Waste? Cheapen? Shouldn't be mezalzel. Hashem is giving us an opportunity. Hashem is saying, I want to be close to you on Shabbos. Don't spit at His face and say, You know what? Thanks a lot. I got other people I want to be close to. I got other things to do. I just want to end with this. Nesiva Shalom brings down, he says that there's a guy who fell off the boat and he is treading water and he's going to drown in the tumultuous ocean. The ocean, the waves are coming and going and it's pulling him under and he's starting to lose, lose himself. He's going to drown. And all of a sudden, they came back around for him and the captain screams to him and he says, 
hold on to this, and he throws him the life preserver. And he says, hold on to that rope. Hold on to that life preserver, because as long as you hold on to that, you have life. When you let go of that life preserver, you're going to slip away. There's no way you can keep yourself above water in the middle of an ocean during a storm. We are living in a storm. Everywhere, as soon as you walk outside, there's a tumult, there's a storm. And every single day, we get pulled down, and we are going to drown. Hashem and Shemayim threw down, Chevel Hatzala it's called, a life rope, a life preserver. And it's called Shabbos. And he says, hold on to Shabbos for as long as you keep Shabbos. And as long as you work on Shabbos as much as you can, you will have life. You will have a spiritual life in the next world, and you will enjoy your life in this world. And now we know a little bit more what Shabbos is really all about. Thank <laughs> you.